0: Another week, another show, well another Friday, another show too. Welcome to Swing the Twig, I'm Tommy Franks. Jeff Wilkinson Don DeRosa are here. No Anthony Colasano tonight, but we have uh, these two lovely gentlemen here for uh, this this week's, uh, or this Friday's show. Uh, If you want to talk to us, email the pod at swingthetwig at gmail.com, that's the easiest way to reach out. And you can even follow the Instagram at swingthetwigpod, Um, I think Twig on Twitter, Um, that's the best best places to reach out to us if you like the show, so uh, please do that if you are a uh, frequent listener. So, um, guys, what's happening?
1: Nothing much, man. A good series coming up, which we'll get into later with the series of the week. Uh, Good baseball. No Tatis, no problem. I want to say that every day. I want him back, yes, but, you know, good stuff. Exciting stuff. I don't want the season to end. You know, the Yankees... Have been un unbelievable. The Padres have been very fun to watch. Um, so we're getting there. It's a good day. Almost July already. And uh, Tommy, we are looking to go a little out west, I guess, in our region um, soon, and that'll be a lot of fun when we uh, head to PNC.
0: Yeah, it's probably that's supposed to be the nicest park in the league, so that should be mm-hmm. really exciting. Um, we'll see what we have for a podcast that Tuesday. So. Um we'll we'll plan that out. I'll probably bring my stuff knowing me and we'll figure something out. That's probably gonna be the uh, easiest way around it. But either way, guys, um, you know, a lot that happened uh this week obviously. JP Sears uh has a great, great start against Oakland A's and Alcantara. complete game. Um was that Jeff, was that uh was that their, their um uh, Wednesday night against the St. Yeah. Louis?
2: Yep, it was Wednesday.
1: It's yeah, that all. one shocked me because I was watching that game. By the way, and he gave up a go-ahead run. Were, like the Marlins were up two-one in like the fifth or sixth. Yeah, he gave up a few runs. They're down three-two. They go back up. He was up in his pitch count. We have seen, actually, I think a stat that even pulled up. Maybe it was that game or not, but the Padres are the most uh, have the most one hundred-plus pitch starters this season and like the Marlins are up there too and Alcantara has done it a lot so yet again we're seeing 117 pitches was it uh, another 100 plus performance to where that took a lot of guts for Mattingly to do I feel like uh, so that was cool to see uh, Alcantara has been sneaking good guys a stud
0: oh yeah and, and he's a Cy Young candidate uh, without a doubt I mean Corbin Burns right behind him, Musgrove, Gonson can't go wrong with either of those um, those pitchers that I just mentioned uh easily cuz i i think all these pitchers in the NL the top ones that are you know cy young candidates are are really good and uh you can't go wrong with either one of them though i will say uh, alcantara rather I, I don't know why i said alcantara alcantara looks really good and um like if you're going to throw a complete game against the cardinals i mean that's that's a tough team to do that to um so that's uh that's really impressive in and of itself um a a june home run record jeff the yankees set the record for most homers in june um and you know this is a team that we thought was supposed to what actually well throughout the year to begin they weren't hitting as many home runs they were getting more rbis in the field and now they set the home run record is this back to the uh back to the old ways for the yankees per se jeff i
2: don't think so necessarily because we're one, we're not just manufacturing our runs off of home runs, you know, we're getting, you know, we're drawing the walks to make it happen, you know, we're getting our singles and doubles when we need it to happen, our, just look at our run differential, you know, this is not a team that just relies on the long ball to get the job done, you know, but also, and I, I think possibly more importantly, you know, we're clicking on every side of the ball right now, you know, pitching, hitting, fielding. You know, aside from a few miscues, a um, lot of them by IKF. Uh, sad to say, new kid on the block. Um, but you know, we're we're really starting to make it happen on every side of the ball right now, and the home runs are just one. They're just one piece of that puzzle right now. Um, when you can manufacture an offense like what the Yankees are doing right now and be successful at every at every piece of it. It, th- that's a recipe to go deep in October.
0: I would have to agree, and it's uh, uh, I mean, it concerns me. I know if Anthony were on here tonight, he'd be like, he'd be saying, "Yeah, you know, the uh, the amount of home runs, it's uh, you don't, you know, he was the one saying all the time, like, you know, the Yankees need to hit less home runs and more RBIs in the field, and I know that's what he would say if he were here, right? Yeah, now.
2: but we're also we're also not trying to force the home runs right now, you know. Like before, you could see. True like before you could see like you know if we were down like five you could see someone trying to hit like a three-run home run to try and get us back into the game that's not the case anymore the home runs just happen because that's the kind of team that we have you know look at the guys that we have you know uh Donaldson Stanton Judge you know the Gallo these are all guys that can hit home runs on the regular. So it just happens. They hit the home runs when we need them to happen and they're all firing with the home runs right now. We're not forcing it anymore. We're just letting it happen and that's the key difference between the past
0: few years and this year. Mhm. Yeah, and that's so true. Uh well, there's another there's another thing that was also noteworthy that jeff uh has down miguel cabrera actually passed um ricky henderson on the uh, all-time hits list he just keeps going up he had his three thousand recently and now he passes ricky henderson so what does that put him jeff at nine if i remember correctly or eight uh I
2: no it wasn't I, I don't think it puts him up that high um it puts him at 26 right now It puts him at number 26
0: Twenty six. Okay. Yeah still so if still
2: still got a bit of climbing there, dude, but he's at three thousand fifty seven right now. Uh up next on that list is Craig Biggio and behind him Ichiro Suzuki.
0: Hmm. Okay. Okay. So he's still got a little bit ways to go and he's not gonna retire to this year, I don't think. So I, I haven't heard time. anything. Yeah, he probably he probably won't. I mean that's he's got time to do it. Um, He has no. He has no pressure too. I mean, his team's no good. You know, that's the other part. Like when your team's so bad, you can kind of just, you know, you can really start trying your heart, and you can, you don't, you don't have any. In other words, you don't have any spotlight on you as much. Yep. Where you're like you're dependent upon, but you know, you know your team's so bad that no matter how well you hit, you could be, you know, 2021 Shohei Otani level, and still you're not going to get the same outcome every every game you're one player um so that's so that's something that um, that's something also keep in mind too um Zach Granke goes back to his old roots to Kansas City leaves uh Houston who where was he after Houston he just went from Houston to kC yeah
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: right yep yeah he gets his 500th major league baseball start and uh, it was against uh oh gosh who was it who did he get five hundred start against, guys? It was kind of like a lower level team, and he got the win against. It was a smaller market team.
2: Oh, that could be about half the league right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. right.
1: Uh, because the Royals are so irrelevant, we gotta like look for a hot second. I'm gonna try and go back to. I think it was. Did it the, was against a lower level team. Was it against team? the Rangers? No.
0: Was it against Texas? I I completely forgot. But either I don't oh, know. Might have it might have been, but but look, it's um. Or
1: the A's, maybe. I don't know.
0: Either 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 or um he gets his five hundredth start. Uh and that's you know, it does he still have it, everything in the tank? Does he still have enough in the tank, I should say?
1: Uh I mean he's been struggling this year, to be quite honest with you. I mean he's getting old. Uh, he he's a good veteran piece for that Royals team that desperately needs pitching. Um you know, he sixty three innings, he's only in a little over sixty three innings. He only has 32 K's. His ERA is above four. Um, I mean, I guess it's just cool to see him back in a Royals uniform. That's all I'm going to really put for that. Uh, I just can't believe it. He has 500 starts and his win loss record is not too bad. 221 and 136. So solid, solid career, let alone him being back with uh, KC.
0: He goes back to his roots. I think that's, you know, he's not in Houston. He doesn't have to deal with any nonsense and, Mm-hmm. And uh, you know that's probably the best part for him, and he just gets to finish his career in a good place. I mean, he was in Arizona for a period of time; he pitched well there. But then when he went to Houston, that's when you realized he was a, uh, um, you know, he really showed his stuff off in Houston a little bit. But then he struggled. I think what towards the tail end of his, of his Astros career, right? Yeah. Like he was, like he was, he was just kind of. I don't want to say he was messing around, or was. he? I mean, you could kind of, you can kind of argue that he was. I mean, he was the guy that was intentionally what, like giving signs. And then and lobbing balls up. He likes to get in people's heads. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. Yeah,
2: I mean, I wouldn't weren't, I, I weren't call it messing around, per se. I think it's more of trying to reinvent himself. Because, um, you know, you, you you, get to that older age, and we saw it heavily with CC. You know, you, you start getting up in years, and you have to retool yourself, especially if you were a flamethrower like CC, you know? you gotta, you gotta look more at, you know, pitch break or pitch control, you know, or having a good repertoire, you know, having solid command of at minimum three, four pitches at minimum at that stage of your career. Um, so I, I think, I think some of it was that as well, you know, just Granky trying to, you know, trying to beat father time for as long as he can.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's, He's got, he's got, he's, he's like Miguel Cabrera. He's got less pressure in Kansas City now to mm-hmm. to be successful, and that's uh, that's what I think what matters most. And you'll see, hopefully, some good starts from him. Uh, back continuing the pitching guys, going back to the NL. Uh, we mentioned Tony Gonsolin already. The first actually, Jeff, is that true? He's the first to enter July with a nine and record and a sub one sixty ERA. It's facts. I mean, that's an insane. Like you would think Tony Gonsolin when you hear that name, you know, and and you and you referred back, and you only knew the 2021 Dodger team, would you think he was a starting pitcher, or would you think he was an opener? You saw his name starting for the Dodgers, Would you think? and you only knew of the 2021 Dodgers. Would you think this guy's an opener?
2: I wouldn't think much of him, period. Opener, starter, I wouldn't think much of him.
1: Same here.
0: Now he's just dominating uh, somehow. I mean, it's, it's really crazy. Gonsolin is, is having a great season. Uh, potentially saw young season right there. In my opinion, he's not four in this rank. I mean, there's, there's projections by MLB.com and voting uh, results right now, but I guess that's by fans or whatever. Um, But it's goes Sandy Alcantara, Corbin Burns, Musgrove, Gonsolin. I think Gonsolin's either two or is right there at number two. I mean, Musgrove's great too can't go wrong with musgrove but consulate's just destroying yeah i Um, yeah
2: i i definitely wouldn't put him above alcantara i just think he he's just been the x factor the whole season i don't think there's a pitcher that really comes close to how he's been doing right now you know um joe Joe, joe musgrove it could go either way. It could honestly go either way between him and Gonslin, but yeah, Corbin Burns on that list? Nah, he, he's only on there because he's been in this spot before, honestly. I could very well see him being like 4 or 5, even below Max Freed, who's number 5 right now, I, I, I could see happening.
0: Yeah, sure. And I think, well, let me ask you guys this, would the Dodgers be, are the Dodgers getting by right now? leading the NL West by as many games as they do, a small number, by like one or two games. Are they doing that because of Gonsolin's performance? Because the Dodgers, let me tell you something about the Dodgers. Their offense is not nearly as good as it was last year. Not That's even close. On and on top of that, their extra inning record at home. They still have yet to win a game at home. And I think they just got, correct me if I'm wrong, any of you guys, but if the did they just win their first extra inning game of the season the other day in Atlanta? Or last week, I guess?
1: I actually don't know that.
0: I d- I don't think they've won an extra inning game before. Yeah. that. I could be wrong. I know they. I know they haven't win one, won one uh, one at home. Yeah. I know that for. Sh- I know that for sure. But that's my point. Like this team is. Would they be where they are now in 2022, had it had it been for Gonsolin, pitching as well as he has? I
2: mean, look that. It's always such a dangerous game to play because you you can conceivably look at anybody and go, oh, if it wasn't for this guy, then they wouldn't be where they are yeah. right now. When it's so close like this, but yeah, you can definitely say that if it wasn't for Gonsolin, you know, if if he had a five hundred record, you know, let's let's say three and three, and the
0: Padres probably lean the Padres division.
2: are lean the division, and if not them, then the Giants, the Dodgers could very easily be in third place without gonsolin w- without the pitching staff performing like they are right now honestly correct so correct. so you know it again it, it's kind of tough to say because baseball is such a team heavy sport you know you got so many guys out on the field doing their own thing night in and night out but Gonsolin has, has been a X-factor for them right now. I won't say the X-factor, but he's been one of them so far, I would say.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I, I, would, I would have to agree with that. Well, getting on the pitching, guys, and talking about pitch clocks, Dom and I were talking before the show started. Um, Dom was reading, telling me about a stat he saw. It was like, what was it? The, uh, like games are now from like three, over, a little over three hours to two and a half yeah. now ever since the pitch clock was, you know, implemented into the game. Uh, crazy. I mean, that's crazy stuff. But now ES, there's an ESPN report from Don Van uh, Nata Jr. Uh, Manfred, Rob Manfred, the commissioner of Major League Baseball, reportedly wants 32 teams a pitch clock next year. Like a full-on pitch clock that's enforceable in terms – I think there's a pitch clock now, um, kind of. But it's not – right, Jeff? It's not really enforced. Yeah. Because I've seen pitch clocks, not a Yankee Stadium, but I've seen them at plenty of other major league. Like Philly has mm-hmm. one, I know that for sure. Philly has one. Um, I know plenty of major league ballparks that have that have pitch clocks. Uh, robot umpires by 2024. I think that's the part of the report that got that got eyeballs. Was the fact that Rob Manfred reportedly wants robot umpires in 2024. Do we do we believe he'll follow up on that promise? I don't know.
1: Sadly, I actually do think he will. Yeah.
0: Why do you say sadly? You're not in favor of it, Tom?
1: I I know we hate the umpire calls and everything. We hate this up. We hate that up. But guess what? That's what makes the game at times. The next conversation, the next topic of the day on the next radio show. Oh my goodness. How could that guy... How, how could this umpire... How could Blue call that pitch this late into the game? But not this other one. I've seen... Um, Twitter channels where it's like the success rate percentage-wise of how umpires are accurately uh, with each team on that given night. I think umpires make the game. We can't make everything robotic. It's just corny. It's stupid. And all an umpire has got to do to make a lot of money is click a button whenever they hear or feel something that tells them it's a strike or not. No, their job it's to call that. And every umpire is different. That's what makes it great. It, they're, it's personalized for their own strike zone. And I just think it's natural. An automatic strike zone is just straight up cringe. I mean, it, it, it's stupid.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I went back and watched an old interview with, that Jim Joyce did um, in the middle of the pandemic where it was like the anniversary of the what should have been a perfect game for... Oh, my God, what's his name? You all know who I'm talking about. Um, oh, I'll, I'm going to get the name. Oh, Amando Galar- Galarraga. And uh, and Jim Joyce did this interview, the umpire that, blo- that blew the call at first base. And he had an interesting theory to it. Obviously, he's against the idea of a robot umpire. This is a reti- now retired umpire at the time he did the interview. And he talked about the fact that while he's against robot umpires, that like Dom said, He's also for changing the aspect of where they don't have to officiate from behind home plate. I think he said something like getting an active umpire, like a, like a physically active umpire that can move if the ball comes at them, be able to move out of the way, and be able to call it from like second base or something like that. You know, I th- or, or even I think he said something like keep the umpire behind home plate but have another one at second base um, that wa- that's watching the pitches come in the strike zone and, and have good eyes on it. That was something that he also proposed because this way they have that front angle. They can see the they can see a poor frame job, or they can see, you know, maybe it wasn't in the zone, but it looks like you know, selling calls and things like that. Maybe, maybe that would maybe that would help. Is that does that sound rational or as a as an alternative to a uh, robotic? I, I don't even know, a, man. A fish, They're just playing with the
1: game too much on all different levels. You know.
0: I understand what you're saying. Like, it's good for content. It's good for, you know, people like us. It's good for us to talk about it. We could talk about how an umpire only had, had, had what, an 83% accuracy rate one day. And then we get to talk about it, right? That's selfish. But, I mean, at the same time, you know, I, I know we don't want perfection because baseball's not supposed to be about perfection, to Dom's point. It's supposed to be about the mistakes and seeing them. Because the mistakes what are what make the game, to Dom's point. But at the same time, you know, there's—I feel like there's too many of these to where it's costing teams games constantly. Like there's those rare times where it's like, all right, you know, that's a that's a tough call. Maybe maybe it maybe you'd reverse it, but like bang bang plays, things like that. But I mean, Dom, you and I saw the Astros—or so not the Astros—the um, Blue Jays oh, White Sox yeah. game when it was. I mean, that was horrible on both ends. It just happened to affect the White Sox a little bit better. But but it was... I mean, that was brutal. I mean, that was some of the worst umpiring I've ever seen this year.
2: I wonder, I wonder how much of it is the umpires just not caring anymore because they know that they're going to lose that position of authority in terms of balls and strikes calls in the next couple of years. So they don't even care anymore. They're just... They're just calling whatever they feel like, not looking to improve themselves and get better because they know it's not going to mean anything. They know it's going to get outsourced to the robot in
0: a couple years, so why bother getting better? But don't you think they don't you think they still want I mean, their but accuracy stats to good? If they, to look good? Better, they don't want to get better, I'm going like... to
1: be straight honest with you. They should get younger and they should shorten the program. Length, I think it's like you got to be in school for a number of years, a little bit for these guys to have a fresh pair of eyes and to really work their way to the majors. Okay, they got to get younger. Uh, I I think they should, and then they progress because some of these guys I'm surprised they could still run around the baseball field. I I am,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, that's something that you know you could bring, that's something more for the union, Dom. Like, that's not something that you can tell these umpires, be like, hey. You know, you got to be in the league for that. That's something that I think by the umpires' union that has to be, uh, cause if cause if you told, if you told some of the older umpires that are in today's game, and I and I I know the older ones, the older ones I knew of are retired now, but I mean, if you told the older umps in today's game, hey, you got to go. You don't have the vision that this this 25 year old or 27 year old has. Um, I don't know how they're going to react to that, and it's a it's a union backed position. Um, it's all union backed actually they 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 all support each other um, so i I like the idea, but that's so hard to do. It's just to single it's disc, it's discrimination by definition, but because it's by age, but I, I like the idea, but I also think like from behind the catcher. It's probably one of the worst angles to have. Right? I mean, you know how many Yankee fans think, I know they're fans. You know how many, Jeff, you've been to Yankee Stadium behind home plate with me plenty of times. You know how many Yankee fans think a a ball that's in the dirt was supposed to be strike three? And you hear the clapping, the Star Wars sounds, and you hear two strikes, and you know, the whole thing. Ball goes near the dirt, and people think it's strike three when it was really low, and it's ball two or something like that. Like, the the perception from behind home... I know that's fans, but the perception behind home plate is so... misguided. You gotta
1: put... No? You know, umps, they sometimes have a way. You gotta put yourself in a little bit of danger because you might get hit by the pitch, but that's what you sign up for. You gotta put yourself... I've seen some Mm -hmm. good umps do it, some bad ones not do it. You gotta really put yourself in between, snugged up, like, kind of to the right beside the catcher like rather than on top of them you got to go kind of right beside them and wherever the batter is on the right or left side that's how you got to do it you got to make sure you see a full plate with no dirt or debris on it uh, anything like that you could see I personally think a good umpire does not only that but they also squat almost down to the same level as a catcher they really go to that level
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I get it, and it's and you know they got to make adjustments and things like that. Is it so crazy, Dom, to have an an umpire from second base, or behind or just behind, not behind the mound, because you don't want you know how many I know how many balls go up the middle for base hits, but you know even a, an umpire that can you know a young, mm-hmm. to Dom's point a younger umpire that can run and get to the left or to the right, um, is that gonna would that help things if they can see a ball from a pitch from you know, that far out. I just think it's still
1: tough because it's, it's weird. You know, it's a diff watch different angle. I think you've got to be right beside the plate rather than anything. Um, cause if, if you, yeah. you know, go, go to like second or shortstop or somewhere in that middle infield, it's very hard. You basically can't see the plate at that point. Um, so yeah, you have to be on top of it. You got to have it as its original way with an umpire right behind the catcher making the calls.
0: How about how about the ability to keep the umpire? Mm-hmm. Just throwing things out here, to keep the umpire behind home plate the way it is now, and have a challengeable balls and strikes Okay, situation.
1: so it's like a challenge, but your.
0: I think that's what Jim Joyce was also, um, uh, yes. he was also proposing that too. Right. Keep the umpires the way it is, and then have and then if if te- if managers don't like a, a ball or a strike. They have the ability to challenge it, and they get, you know,
1: you know three what I challenges. Do? I like that rule. I would do it, though, to where how many challenges you get in a okay. game? Five?
0: It's, I think I think it's three, right, Jeff, or something like that? I'm I not you get sure.
1: Three. Um,
2: yeah, I don't, I don't know two. about that. Honestly, I would say, like, I would go so far as to say, like, you only get, like, two...
0: Sorry, one challenge
2: one challenge See, I, I think one I think one challenge is a little too it's too it's too little, you know one challenge that's it i I would say you only start with one challenge, but as long as you win the challenge, you keep getting it back, kind of thing Well obvi- okay. well
0: obviously that's implied like unless you um, it, you keep okay. that one challenge unless yep. you lose it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the way it is. But I would say I would say for balls and strikes, especially at the rate umpires are officiating at now today, yeah. I would say three. Three at the absolute most. And you know, allow allow anything that's really close, that's that's really disputed, like gets a whole dugout pissed off, allow it to be reviewable if it's if it's that close. Cuz you got umpires watching from second too. If they think something's off, give them, give the umpires that leeway to review it if they if they think it's close. I think that would help the game out so much better if that was the case. And replay can really be beneficial in that aspect. And it keeps the umpires behind home plate. Um, because I think, you know, while having an umpire at second wouldn't be so bad. You know, balls up the middle, they, could, they can get hit by the ball up the middle um, easily. You know, they could be in the way of a cutoff man or something like that if they run the wrong way. Um, just a lot of things could go wrong. So that's, that's a good idea then. So, yeah, I I guess video replay (laughs) all comes back to replay, Uh, crazy enough. And another thing with robot umps, I don't think they would also factor in the different strike zone sizes for different players, like an Aaron Judge versus a, I don't know, Jose Altuve size, right? I mean, it's just different sizes, and that's, and that's the part, that's why I don't like the idea of umpires behind the home plate, because, or uh because you know they yes they can see location they can see left right yeah 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 of course and they can see balls that are generally in the strike zone in terms of left or right but as far as heights concerned that's where it gets difficult especially depending on the catcher's size and how he's positioned off his knees things like that it just gets really really hairy um i think that's what leads to the inaccuracies a lot of the time um mm-hmm. but never mind that we got to move on um because that's a that's a really that was a really fascinating topic, but we got an even more dramatic topic here, and it was uh, something that I think frustrated a lot of people, especially Padres fans. Sorry, Don. Uh, the fact that Freddie Freeman didn't have to be a Los Angeles Dodger, he very easily could have stayed with the Atlanta Braves because his now former agent, who he just fired, uh, basically suppressed the information of of a uh, new contract. From from a new contract offer that the Braves had, Freeman um did not know about it obviously, and it was a deal that he knew Freddie would take. My theory, Dom, my theory is that the agent wanted Freddie to take the Dodger right. offer because he wanted the cut, the bigger cut, cut.
1: because bigger uh, he knew the Dodgers would get you
0: know. the Dodgers, Dodgers would would give him more money, and that whole deal. And Freeman was down for yeah. a hometown discount a little bit you, too, so a little bit. So that's that's what the agent I think right. uh, knew at at the time too. Well, Freddie hired him after he found that out in Atlanta. Your heart, you know, breaks for Freddie Freeman because I think, especially after the Atlanta series, he really wanted to stay in Atlanta. It was very obvious. It's not, not that he, wa- now he didn't want to be a Dodger. It was his last option. But I really think he wanted to stay yeah. in Atlanta. You took the That's, words out of
1: my mouth. I want to be honest with you. I think that is why it happened. A bigger franchise than the Dodgers can give more pay with that percentage going to the agent. Um, it's unfortunate. Watch we see a Matt Olsen for Freddie Freeman swap. That'll be funny. Uh, Yeah, that would be insane. That'd be awesome. That'd be cool. I'd be happy to see that. I know he's hometown and stuff and everything like that. That's like the new storyline for free agents. They're going to go back home. But, yeah, Freddie, you could just tell he was literally holding back tears in a post-interview. He was getting emotional at first base and everything. It's just tough because... You know, the Braves fans believed in him even before he became a World Series winner. They loved him because look at that personality of his, that smile, his son, you know, his his fam. Um, Yeah, it's just, it is unfortunate because also, I feel bad for Freddie, not even coming just from me as a Dodger hater, but a lot of people that are not Dodger fans don't like that franchise. And we even heard a heckler once um, on TV at a game say, Freddie, I used—I know he's choking around probably, but you know, he said, Freddie, I used to like you until you became a Dodger, so it's like, imagine him still with the Braves, mm-hmm. he would have been the next Tim Duncan of baseball, one team, uh, finally a winner, uh, it's just unfortunate, and to see him go on a team like this, for such a good dude and the Dodgers having really bad repertoire right now with like Trevor Bauer, Julio Arias in his past, it's just like, I, I just don't like seeing it, man. It, <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> I, I can't see Freddie the same either. But that's not that's not in his control now.
0: See, my thing is, and I had a I had a little mini debate with a friend of mine, an old friend of mine, on this because he asked me my thoughts on it. And I said to him, I said, well, because he wanted he wanted the he wanted he said Freddie should be able to go back to Atlanta. I said, well, that's hard because the contract's already signed. But at the same time, you know, you're talking about. And he was like, "Oh, you know, at the very least, the former agents should be sued." I said, "Okay, maybe he can be." The I forget was his, I think it was CC was his initials. The agent, this former agent. But I mean, at the same time, you know, yeah, maybe sue the agent and get some money from him. But at the same time, it's you know, he already signed with the Dodgers. You can't. Maybe now, maybe let's say the MLB gave Freeman the option. Um, but I, I, still, I still side on the fact that Freeman chose his agent. Um, The MLB does not regulate relationship between said agent and player. Um, The MLB has no control over that. Actually, the player doesn't even have to have an agent by rule. The player doesn't need one. They can have whoever they want. They can be themselves, as Freeman is right now, because he actually wrote a memo out to, or his team wrote a memo out to the league, I think, or something like that. I forget. Or I think the union was told, like, don't reach out to Freeman because Freeman is his own guy right now. Um, so that's that's the, that's the part where it's like okay you can't really hold Freeman's agent accountable in the, in the league sense but you can, you can probably sue him I would. Would you? I mean Freeman didn't lose money like Freeman actually made more money technically because he signed a bigger contract with a bigger market team. Yeah he did but at the same time he he was suppressed information from a potential offer that he from the team that he first wanted to go to and stay with. So the suppression of information mm-hmm. is enough, I think, right?
2: I I would say so. Right. Yeah, when, like, yeah, so yeah, that's like like you know, put yourself in his shoes. You know, you have two job offers given to you, and you take one only because the system or the person or whoever reporting to you didn't tell you about the second job that also hired you you know it it it's ridiculous it shouldn't happen is the bottom line the fact that it happened is disgusting and i i i, I think mm-hmm. regardless of what happens i think every player that has this agent is now going to reconsider having that person as their agent now they're going to reconsider is this guy really looking out for my best interest or does he just want a couple extra million off of my talent you know i i wouldn't want to stay with that guy if i were in their shoes
0: <laughs> no no way no how that's um that's for sure well i i hope for all the best for freeman i i mean an olsen freeman trade would be nuts i'd be rooting for that I want Freeman back in the Braves, um, if it ever happens. I know, I know he'll sign a one day, you know, when he chooses to retire one day. So friggin' young. But, um, there will be, there will come that day, and I hope he does that one-day contract if he doesn't get traded back to Atlanta. And, uh, he can, he can, he can do that before he retires. Um, we got a lot to move on to, guys. Bro of the week, series of the week, and, uh, free pick of the week, which is, uh, six and five right now. um. So let's do bro of the week first. Who do we all
1: have? Ooh. Um, I know mine too.
0: I know mine, and I'm going against my 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 Yankees word I, for it.
1: I guess I no start. Yankees. Word. Um, yeah. My bro of the week, I got Evan Longoria of the San Francisco Giants. I know it's a weird one, but he's been really hot this past week. Um, he had another hot stint in the past too. Nineteen ABs. Seven runs, six RBIs with three bombs, 474 average, slugging, not OPS, slugging, 947 with an OPS of 1507. He's got himself five walks, and in all those 19 ABs, he has no strikeouts.
0: Awesome, um, Jeff.
2: Yeah, I'm one? trying to find it right now, actually. There was a... Yeah. So I'll I'll
0: go for mine if you don't have yours yet. Um so mine is Aaron Judge and I think that's an easy one to say but you know he the man had two walk-offs, one a home run, one an easy single um in the Houston series. Both games were of of the four games, both games that the Yankees won were comeback walk-off wins in the stadium uh, this past week and I happened to be at Sunday's game obviously Anthony was as well. And um yeah there was a three-run walk-off winner on Sunday. So that was uh that was really awesome and that was um you know um that was uh, really cool uh, for Aaron Judge and so he he ought to be paid. So Jeff what's there's
2: yours? there's one person I'm trying to find. And
0: Or, or do we no, or I, you can No, I I I definitely I, don't have I
2: definitely one. have one. I just can't remember this kid's name but there was somebody in the minor leagues i cannot remember this kid's name for the life of me yeah i'm going to the oh you're minor going back leagues. to the minors I cannot, I cannot remember this kid's name but he went up and he robbed two home runs in the exact same game i cannot oh. i cannot remember this kid's name for the life of me I, I saw it i saw it early last week i think it was it was last week sometime um or over the weekend i cannot remember this kid's name but it i saw the highlight reels they were impressive you know really good robs um it, it. if if i find it while the show is still going on then i'll i'll mention it and if not then i'll i'll find it for next week to give
0: are you talking about alec uh, thomas might have been Joey Votto was was robbed yeah. of. Yeah, oh, I'll, 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 I'll
2: see if I, I'll see if I can find him in it. If not, if I can't find him, I'll definitely find him for next week and give him the proper shout out he deserves.
0: <laughs> that's um that's really cool. Yeah, I wish I could find that, but that, that's uh that's pretty awesome. Um, all right, series of the week, guys. Tom's got Padres, Dodgers. Um, Jeff. Yeah, I have. have? The, um... Anybody?
2: Uh, the Cardinals and the Phillies.
0: Cardinals and the Phillies, and mine is the Rays and the Blue Jays. Easier said than done. All right, let's move on because we got a lot more to get to, Jeff, for uh, trivia for Dom and I. And yep. but the free pick of the week, let's so get So free pick
2: of the week. What do we have? We are going to take the Red Sox against the Cubs on Saturday. <laughs> Haven't taken the Red Sox yet this year. Pains me a bit as a Yankees fan to take the Red Sox, but it's a really good matchup against a really struggling ball club. Place your bets, guys.
0: That's uh, my chips falling right there, ready to go on the table. So that's um, that's all set. So that's um, okay. So that's going to be a a really good one. Oh my goodness. I'm just reading a stat here right now, breaking, kind of breaking news right now. Michael Perez, the catcher of the Pittsburgh Pirates, has hammered three homers one day after Brian Reynolds did the same. In one I game, got it. three home runs. I got so, his name. Holy cow. Zach Brian Watson. Reynolds, all right, what's it, Jeff? The minor leaguer robbed two home runs. Congrats to Zach Watson. That's um, That's really awesome. Alright, so the free pick, you got it right there. The Red Sox, they're a hot team at the moment, so that's really cool. Uh, Fantasy Jeff, I got the scores, I believe, right here. Um, some Somehow, I'm making a comeback on Jeff. I'm only down 7 points. And there's a potential for me to beat Jeff, which Dom is very much rooting for. Just like I'm rooting for Dom to beat Anthony. So, if Dom and I win this week, I'm only down 177 to 170. Dom is up pretty handily right now by 30. So, if... If Dom and I win, then Jeff and Dom are tied in their division at nine and three, and Anthony and I are tied in our division with a <laughs> with a three and nine record. Gotta love it. Um, so that's fantasy right now. One's tight. One's kind of a uh, case closed matchup with Dom and Anthony. Um, all right, Jeff, do you got a trivia question. question for today? All I'm right, nervous. let's get it. Dom. You ready?
2: Yep. Bit. We got a B- bit get of this. baseball history. Right, let's do it, gotta go back a bit. So there have been, Ugh, I believe, yeah. eight teams that have gone back to back for the wor- for World Series championships. Who was the first team to do so? Back to back World Series, Champions. series championships. Yep. Funny. no Funny enough, it was not against the, the same team as well.
1: How far back are we going? Can you give a year hint?
2: I think if I if I gave a year, ahead, like
1: to I'm gonna ahead. go. I'm gonna go with the ready. This is also a throwback name. The Philadelphia Ace.
2: It is not the Ace. However, they are one of the teams to go back to back. Oh man. They did they did
0: Oh. Is it a team that's currently, uh-huh. major- yep. team that's currently Act- still playing? No, nope, not, oh, not the
2: Red Sox. Oh, the Red Sox!
1: It's not the Tigers?
2: It was against the Tigers.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: wait, oh, so that no, man. that
0: answers half our question. Yeah, but... That an- Dom, think about it. That answers the half a- our question. The
2: A's did it twice. The A's did... No nope. The Brooklyn... Not no, Brooklyn. wait,
0: not the Brooklyn Dodgers.
1: The New York Giants. <laughs>
2: Not the Giants. Uh,
1: like I'm throwing it back to the. They also
2: it. did it, but they were not the first oh. team to do it.
0: <laughs> How many teams went? Wait, that's the Was better question, eight, Jeff. How many teams? like eight it back?
2: teams that did it. Not the Cards. I don't know. If...
0: I guess the light. I guess, I guess the Lightning aren't. So I special. don't know if
2: the Cards have done it. Um, well, I'll, I'll 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 give you guys the full Jeez. list after this, but.
0: Yeah, please. We want to hear it after. Um, the the, oh m- the most
2: recent, I'll Not, say, no. as a fun bit trivia, the most recent were the Yankees from 98 to 2000. They did it three years in a row. Yeah, that that's why I didn't do well, that, that I guessed way too correctly. easy. That's why we're going back with this one.
0: I think common sense would point yeah, most people but... back to the Yankees. Um, and be like, oh, they won 27, you know, they must've, and there wasn't a lot of teams Yeah, in the but it wasn't, all right, gi- all right, I'll give, all right, I'll give
2: you guys the years. 07 and 08. Okay. And 1908. 1907. The Braves. Not the Braves. No, Car- I, don't I don't even know, know if they were, <laughs> I
1: know they were <laughs> nah. the wall.
2: No. They were don't the don't Boston. They were the Boston
0: Braves. Ew. Okay. So it wasn't, okay. So not even the Boston quite yet. Red Sox were a thing. Um, oh well, well, it's got to be a National League team, correct? Has to be a National League. Yeah, it has to be a National League team. Uh, you said it's not the Brooklyn Dodgers already, so I mean, I mean, were the Giants? The, thing, the Giants. Back there, to, oh, that, there's that one. The, there's the one Europe team Giants. you guys
2: are missing out on. It's the Pirates. Not the Pirates. I'm no. Make a joke here, but... It is a good guess, but not the Pirates. Ooh, that's it, a it's great the guess. Cubs I'm shook. It's the Cubs. I hate myself. 07 and 08. Two, wow. Obviously 1908. 1908. The last year they the won Cubs? it before the curse started.
1: That's right.
0: So Dom and I were completely failed on the curse time timeline. And both times were Cubs against Detroit. We
2: and the year after that, Detroit lost again to the
0: Pirates. That must be—that's got to be the most—that's mm-hmm. got to be the easiest World Series in terms of logistics. That's a, four, a three-and-a-half, four-hour drive. They won 4 nothing and from 4 From Chicago one. to Detroit. God, that's a, that's, that's, a, that's the most that's the easiest logistical all right, trip you, all right, for you, a World Series. All right, you guys want to know every time <laughs> it's happened? Series, yeah, sure.
2: All right, so the Cubs did it 07-08. Sure. The Athletics did it a few years after in 1910 and 1911. The Red Sox then did it. The Boston Red Sox did it in 1915 and 1916. The Giants did it in 21 and 22. Yankees did it the first time in 27 and 28, followed by the Athletics, who did it in 29 and 30. The Yankees Yankees then won four in a row in 36 and 39. Um, The Yankees then won five in a row from 49 to 53. They then did it again in 61 and 62. The A's won it three years in a row. Uh, seventy-two to seventy-four, followed by the Reds the next two years, followed by the Yankees the next two years. Um, and then after Unbelievable. that, Unbelievable. the Blue Jays did it ninety-two, ninety-three, and then the Yankees in ninety-eight to two thousand, and they were the last ones to do it.
0: Fantastic! That's a great uh, list. Um, so, all right. So yeah. the Cubs. That's the answer. So that's a uh, that's a hard one there. Um we'll figure out what we're doing for Tuesday, but that's everything we have for uh today unless you have any more Jeff. Uh, no, nah, like that that's all I got for that. All right, first time I'm going to say it, last time I'm going to say it, go Red Sox. Um for Oh, week, uh we do have we do have one more bit. We do have one more bit
2: that we have to talk about. Uh Oh, always <laughs> Uh, Juan Soto always, always has apparently been end. offered 13 years, 425 million dollars by the Nats. That's that's what they've given him. He that's
1: should the be generous he's been for the year that he's having. <laughs> mm-hmm. What a bum! Right,
0: that's what I was thinking. I agree. I take it, take it, take it. Stay, suffer in DC. Just take it for the for the money taken and you can suffer the whole your whole 13 it's like Corbin he took like he took like what a third he took like a crazy deal for hundred 140 are making a million mistake, dollars but and he was already a
1: winner anyway because yeah, I still
0: think I, the Padres made a mistake with Tatis but that's right, for another that, day I mean before yeah. as far as the money is concerned
1: <laughs> I mean <laughs> I mean seriously and like but I that, gave that, that, the that's Nationals laughable. credit when they stood up and were like you know what Bryce Harper we'll let you go no, they're gonna try and do this with soda with that much money. It's so stupid.
2: It's not gonna work. It's no. not gonna work.
0: I I can't believe they're actually gonna try this with soda. Like he'll probably take it, and he'll stay a national. I wouldn't be so quick. Which to mind say Which is mind-boggling to me.
2: I wouldn't be so quick to say that.
0: Is there a no? Is there a no? Tra- is, I'm is not there sure. No trade in that offer? but.
2: I don't think it's gonna matter. I I I think if Juan Soto thinks that he can go to another club for just look at take any that mine, just look though. at any big spender. Really, they would be more they would be more than happy to throw that money at Juan Soto. Who? The Yankees, the Dodgers. I guess I I I guess the Mets. <laughs>
0: We'll get we'll I guarantee you we'll get Juan Soto. We'll we'll get Juan Soto for when five he's forty five years. years old. For
2: five years.
0: His last two years of his career. The Yankees will get him first, yes. And then he'll announce his retirement. We'll get him at his last two years of his career when he's washed up. Just watch. The Yankees are the kings of that. Um, we did it that with we did that with Jacoby Ellsbury and all that to injuries that slash re- we, we had all that to injury slash retirement so. we're gonna
2: have it with Stanton too
0: <laughs> that's all I think about ah uh, Stanton will yeah, we're still well, gonna get well we're still gonna get saddled run, with it kind of kind of probably but that's uh, that's for another day he's still he's kind of producing for us so we'll take it Um and the team's doing really well. So we won't talk about that yet. We'll talk about when we're losing, but we won't talk about it now. Um that's (laughs) so that'll be for another day. Um but Jeff's not wrong. So we'll so we'll be back here on Tuesday, I guess. We're gonna figure all that out. Maybe you'll hear Jeff and Anthony on Tuesday. Who knows? Or maybe we'll do it on Monday and release it on Tuesday morning, just be on the lookout. Um, we'll post some stuff. Um either way we'll be on Instagram on Tuesday night from Pittsburgh, so that should be really fun. And we will see you all then. Have a great weekend, everybody. Go Red Sox. Last time you're gonna have to do that for me.
2: Hey,
0: thanks so much for listening to the Swing the Twake podcast. If you really love this show, please give us a five-star review and be sure to subscribe. If you have any questions, comments, thoughts, or concerns, email the podcast at swingthetwig at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, go to our Instagram at pod or you can go on Twitter at swingtwig.